Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome back to Overnight America. Man, this temperature keeps getting worse. So I did a quick look up on AccuWeather's website, and it says right now in St. Louis, Missouri, two degrees. Feels like, they call it the real feel, 24 below zero. <laughs> 24 below zero. Oh, that's enough to make everyone miserable. And your hands chapped, probably using a lot of lotion and everything right now to try to make up for it. Totally understand that. But it is not a pleasant couple of days. And we'll talk to AccuWeather in the next segment to just ask them uh, what more to expect, maybe some timing to help us out with that. And then we connect with our friends in Canada who will say, stop being such wusses about it. This is what we call a Canadian summer. <laughs> it's cold up there too. So we're going to talk to Shane Hewitt with The Shift. We do that every Sunday at 1230 Central Time, depending on where you may be listening from. But we connect Canada and the United States between that. And it's one of those segments I really look forward to. I was really impressed. I couldn't believe this. I think I saw this on the blaze, but then I had to head over to kind of see where all of the uh, love and attention is coming for this rap artist called Tom McDonald. Uh, I'd never heard of him. I probably shouldn't have heard from him. You know, there's no reason for me to outside of now when his song has reached number one on the U S iTunes charts. It is now on the Billboard charts and is right on the top of the iTunes store charts. On Friday, he released a song called Fake Woke, which soared to number one on all these different charts. Fake Woke. Now, I had to listen to this, and I listened to it carefully. I didn't catch any swear words in it, so that's good. But I want you to listen to some of the words and, and tell me if you can pick up on this. I think it's crazy I'm the one who they labeled as controversial and Cardi B is the role model for 12 year old girls. There's rappers pushing Xanax at the top of the billboard. But if I mention race in a song, I'm scared I'll get killed for it. It's backwards. It's getting exponentially dumb. It's more difficult to get a job than purchase a gun. Eminem used to gay bash and murder his mom. And now he doesn't want fans if they voted for Trump. We're ashamed to be American. You should probably love it because you have the right to hate it and not get stoned to death in public. As children, we were taught how to walk and talk. But the system 
system wants adults to sit down and shut up. Cancel culture runs the world now, the planet went crazy. Label everything we say as homophobic or racist. If you're white, then you're privileged, guilty by association. All our childhood heroes got me too, or they're rapists. They never freed the slaves. They realized that they don't need the change. They gave us tiny screens. We think we free because we can't see the cage. They knew that race war would be the game they need to play for people to big teams. They use the media to feed the flame. Okay, so that's like the first 50 some seconds into it. And it goes on for about four minutes. But um, you, I was shocked when I found out that was the number one song right now. Number one song. Here, let me go to it real quick because I want to see how many views this has on YouTube right now. It's called Fake Woke by Tom McDonald. And when I listened to it again, I did not hear any swear words, which was impressive because I was not expecting that from this type of uh, music. And if I go to YouTube right now, it's up to 7 million views. Whoa, 7 million views. I'm looking at some of the different lyrics that people are pointing out. The difference between hate speech and speech that you hate. Ooh. There's all kinds of big, interesting lines in this song. I should probably find the uh, article or whatever that talks, at least shows the lyrics, but I don't know if you caught any of it. I was so impressed to find out why, what makes you think this type of genre would gravitate towards that? Why? That's what surprises me. I would think that if you normally listen to this, that this wouldn't be something that you would enjoy. You would like, you would hear the message and say, ah, no, thanks. Uh, -uh. probably not as clean as that, but you'd say, no, thanks. But here it is. They're enjoying it. They're loving it. The same thing happened with Kanye West in a way when he put out a Christian album. And I thought, okay, all the different topics and things that Kanye West has rapped about in the past all have been, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them profane. And, you know, there's all these sexual nature and violence or whatever. And then he puts out a Christian album. And I thought, okay, they're not going to like the message. But then... It got rave reviews. Some people said one of his best albums, musically speaking and lyrically speaking, people went crazy for it. I didn't expect that. What's going on when it comes to the rap world where they'll hear things like this and they'll say, I'm going to reject what I've heard from the rest of the world that has thrown lies at me over and over and over again. This is truth. Wow. The see, this is, this is fascinating to me. There may be some very interesting things. Um, I just gotta say, if you wanted to look it up, you can Tom McDonald, fake woke. It'll surprise you. Maybe more people will start playing it, uh, tomorrow to bring up the exact same surprise level. When we come back, we're going to talk to AccuWeather and a meteorologist from AccuWeather is going to join us about these terribly cold temperatures. And if you haven't seen this already, we do have some, what, winter storm warning in effect until Tuesday, early Tuesday morning, unless they decide to extend it. So the winter storm warning means a snow accumulations, six to nine inches, wind advisory, uh, very cold wind chills, which is dropping to 20 below zero. The wind chills would, and it's going to stay like that on your Monday. You're only going to see a high of eight, which means that the temperatures are going to feel like below zero when you factor in the wind and all the other snow, the blisterly cold uh, snow. So AccuWeather's coming up right after the break, and we'll check in with them and get the latest on Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. I was taking a look at our current temperatures. 
and they are nothing to be proud of. <laughs> in fact, instead of a number, I just saw a long stretch of random words like. That's what the weather temperature is as of late. I am uh, also concerned it's going to be like this for longer than I wanted to. So let's check in with our friends at AccuWeather and meteorologist Matt Rindy. How are you tonight? I'm doing fine. I suspect longer than you wanted to is um, <laughs> a very short period of time. I'm words, hoping that could be it five comes minutes and goes. longer than you want to say, yeah. Okay, yeah, and we're looking at uh, a lot of snow that could be hitting St. Louis and the surrounding area. It's kind of changed a little bit from before. It looked like we could actually get less snow now. I think they're saying that the upper limit of it, the nine inches, are probably more likely. So I'm curious what you're seeing here tonight. Uh, it does look like we're going to at least see some uh, decent snowfall. Yeah, we are going to, uh, given the situation, we do have a, uh, I would say a fair good chance to see several inches here, uh, even by the morning hours and then continuing uh, through the day. What time does it start, you think, it'll hit the area? Well, we're seeing snow at least falling right now. The radar is starting to fill in. So it is going to just basically continue. It's going to be ongoing. No matter about the with the temperature, as you mentioned, uh, we're going to see uh, any snow that falls will just stick. Uh, we don't get any of that pre-storm melting on some, you know, the marginal situations. This is just cold and snow on the way. Cold and snow. You see, I keep checking my doorbell video feed to see, but it doesn't really look like much of anything right now. Uh, I just didn't know it's, if we'd wake up light. to it. It is pretty yeah. Light. What about uh, morning commute? How much do you think might be down by, like, let's say 7 or 8 a.m.? I, I think there's going to be about 2, 3 inches of snow uh, by about mm -hmm. 7 a.m. Yeah, the plows are working around the clock, really. I mean, they're out there understanding. And we heard it in our news. They said, good news is we knew this was coming. So that kind of helps when it comes to preparations. All things considered, can we really see up to 10 inches? You think that's a, like, what's a percentage possibility of that happening? I mean, that's a pro that's our upper limit, I would say. You know, we're, we're forecasting a total of 6 to 10. I think, obviously, we like the 6 a little uh, you know, an eight inch range, generally speaking, or an eight inch number, uh, generally speaking. So, uh, maybe up to about 25% chance for the upper end of about uh, 10 inches or, uh, and closer to maybe 80 or 90% chance for the six inches given the situation. Yeah. So when the temperatures are as low as they are, and it actually feels like double digits below zero, does that help or hurt the cause of snow? Does it even matter at that point? Um, there is a, uh, something referred to as a ratio, and that's just a, the amount of liquid that falls uh, relative to the amount of snow that falls. So in other words, uh, usually a, a general uh, ratio is about 10 to 1. So if we had about a tenth of an inch of liquid, uh, that's going to be equivalent of an inch of snow. So one inch of liquid uh, would, would fall as rain. It would be actually the equivalent of about 10 inches of snow. This wow. one probably is going to be higher than that, probably going to be closer to, you know, 15, uh, 18 to 1. So. Wow. That does sound like Betty Nods, actually. You know, I was talking to my son about this earlier. It, uh, the question of are all snowflakes unique? You know how they tell you that as a kid. Do they talk about that in meteorologist school? Uh, yes. They, well, no, not particularly. I mean, there's, <laughs> you know, racked a little bit. Uh, they, they've uh, since found that experiments that they can get duplicate snowflakes. Yeah, I figured. 
I it just that was one of those <laughs> things that were embedded in my mind. All right, so the snow it drops, and what time can we expect the high end? Well, let's say you know, let's say it gets up to the you know eight inches or whatever, nine inches. What time will it stop snowing? Um, it looks like the last of it is going to be in the evening. So maybe you get another inch between 7 and 10 p.m. Monday evening. Yeah. Do we get a break? Um, because it looks like later in the week we could be getting more of this. Uh, yeah, well, is that what you mean, like a break between the two systems? Yeah, briefly. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, then, then the, yeah, as you point out, the next round is uh, quickly underway. Looks like that will get underway uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and then that'll be done after uh, it looks like by the end of the week, we start to see some improvement. I mean, do you have like any good news? Seriously? Is, is it all just, we're just going to get dumped snow on and the (laughs) ratios looking terrible and it's going to be cold and bitterly cold and windy. And if you stand outside for any given moment, your nose hairs will start to freeze. Is there any good news on the horizon coming up? You live in St. Louis, so it's always a little bit better than generally speaking. But we uh, looks like our long-range uh, forecast outlook is uh, uh, seeing things a little bit uh, warmer, uh, certainly, than we are now, and uh, maybe even a little bit above average. Oh, okay. So what about, like, this time next week? Are we going to just see more snow, or is this, once the system gets out, it looks like we'll get a break? Yeah, it looks like after this uh, one moves on through, we start to see the uh, the atmosphere flatten out a little bit. We've, uh, and that means uh, fast-moving, west east-to-west moving systems, instead of stuff that dies southward and then moves, you know, draws in that colder air. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to get back to closer to average for sure uh, as we move yeah. into next week. Yeah, send it back up to Canada where this junk belongs. I don't want it down Oh, my goodness. Louis. Agreed. And- yeah, and we see even Texas. Isn't Texas getting snow? <laughs> yeah, Texas. Yeah, that, I mean, even deep south Texas, uh, south of San Antonio, Corpus Christi, you know, they have 60-degree water right nearby. That just seems rude. Wait, the water is still warm, so it's warmer to be oh, in yeah. the water in the yes, Gulf indeed. than it is? Oh, yeah. I don't believe that. <laughs> Thank you. So technically speaking, they can go out swimming, and there could be snow on the beach. Uh, it's going to be close. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be waiting <laughs> to see some pictures there. It's going to be impressive. All right. So we'll keep an eye out tonight uh, and through tomorrow evening. And then again on Wednesday, another chance for snow. And then after that, send it up to Canada, return to sender. Uh, Matt Rindy, yes. thank you so much for joining us tonight on overnight America. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Ryan. And Matt joins us on the Bomberito Automotive Group guest line. It's so nice that AccuWeather will pop on with us and humor my stupid questions like, do they teach you in meteorology school if all snowflakes are alike (laughs) or no snowflakes are alike, I should say? And they said, no, they can replicate them. And uh, there's actually duplicates. Why did they tell you that as a kid anyway? Is it just an analogy that you're unique in your own ways? We got to keep you unique in your own ways. Maybe. Joining us after the break, our friends in Canada, I'm going to tell them that I've tried to curse them to let them know that we want to send all this cold weather back up their way, return to sender, we're done with it. And then they're going to say, give us a break already. Can you just uh, allow yourselves to have just one week of cold and get it out of here? Can you just give us one week is all they ask in Canada. Shane Hewitt from The Shift joins us after the break. We'll take a look at your weather again, too, on Overnight America KMOX. Want to find out the latest on Billiken's basketball? Yes. It's good! At the buzzer, it's good! 
Bob Ramsey and Travis Ford preview the week ahead tonight at 6 on the Billikens Coaches Show. Presented by Royal Banks. Presented in cooperation with the Fieldhouse. On the voice of the Billikens, KMOX. So we're going to be hooking up with our friend Shane Hewitt in Canada just here in a minute or two. Just be mindful. Gateway Arch St. Louis Zoo closed on Monday due to the storm that is coming in, the harsher weather. I wonder if this is the type of weather they bring the penguins out in. And if that's the case, why are they closing the zoo? I've always wanted to be at the zoo when they take the penguins out for a walk and they'll show pictures of them on social media and they'll be waddling around and they'll just be lucky people there at the zoo to watch it as it happens. And I think I want to be one of those lucky people to see the penguins waddling around the zoo and checking out the other animals. Haven't been that lucky though, but whatever you may be doing, just keep an eye on everything else because they could be closing the doors and you might take a trip for nothing. And just uh, keep in mind, too, the roads are going to be pretty nasty, even though that MoDOT has been working and they're going to be working really nonstop. It's still going to be like that. All right, let's uh, take a listen and see if Shane Hewitt, it looks like they might be connecting to us here. Let's take a quick peek in. There it is. All right. Ryan Recker. Hello, Shane Hewitt. How are you? Late. I'm sorry. I wouldn't worry about it. I got excited. Uh Uh-oh. What were you talking about that you got so excited I was talking about a couple of things. Let me go back here. What was I talking about? I was talking about variants, and then I was talking about uh, comedians. There's a court case in Canada about a comedian from the province of Quebec who uh, has had a joke taken to the Human Rights Tribunal. Uh, it's taken a decade, and it's starting to come bubble back up into getting resolved, and it's a scary notion in that um, he made a joke about a handicapped kid, I don't even know if that's, maybe I'll get sued for saying handicapped. I don't know. Um, but the problem is, is that, uh, now that, uh, now that joke is, uh, you know, running him the risk of wow. getting in trouble now. Well, bad you taste. Know, I think it, I was remember, it, it was a terrible taste like, joke, by the way. Yeah. I don't know the joke. If I remember correctly, wasn't that in the context of a comedy club? I believe so. Yeah. So he was in a comedy club yeah. telling a joke, even though in poor taste, someone gets offended. And mm-hmm. in Canada, they you could. So how does that work? What, what's the process where someone could they, they complain to the government if they don't like a joke? I guess so. I don't really know, to be able to tell you the truth. I mean, it's so foreign to me, um, but it's been brought forward. And they've accused him of, you know, uh, uh, hurting the boy and, and all that stuff. So, oh, um, wow. you know, it's not fair for the boy. There's no denying that. I mean, it was a stupid thing to do. And why would you make a joke about a kid? Like, come on, man, shake your head. You can make money doing other things. Sure. Uh, we were, but, we were know, talking the about the government shouldn't be involved, though, right? I think. Well, I mean, if it's hate, if it's hate filled, then absolutely. I mean, there's all kinds of chartered rights of freedoms and constitutional things that need to take place there. But um, if it's not hate filled, it's bad taste. Well, then people can choose to not go there. Uh, that's kind of how I look at it. I mean, if, I was t- talking about the mall earlier because um, I went to the mall today to get my son's hockey skate sharpened. And there was more people in the mall. And we were complaining about mall meanderers. So you want to make jokes, make jokes about mall meanders. You have jokes for a year. Ah, see, this is where the two countries uh, handle it a little bit differently with uh, uh, the our First Amendment was what would be called. So you have the freedom of press, freedom of religion, and then freedom of speech in the sense that would be protected, even if it is in poor taste. Um, as long as it's not inciting violence, 
um, or something along those lines, then there's even a definition of how that is defined by the court system. So I think that even making a, a joke or whatever uh, like that, I don't think you could even sue someone unless uh, it was somehow found to be malicious in not hate wouldn't be the right word for it. So if it found out to be like a slanderless lie or something like that, and it cost you money because of it and your reputation was tarnished, then sure you can find yourself personally responsible for saying something like that. But otherwise, um, yeah, the, the comedy club deal, it's, you don't see that too much here, I guess. Well, I think that that's the, the problem is that I think most Canadians see it exactly how you described it. Right. Um, and so how in the world this becomes uh, a thing, uh, no one's uh, sure of. Again, I mean, don't make fun of kids. I mean, come on, man. We have one job in this world, and the job is take care of the babies, right? Let's try to make this world a little less screwed up than our parents did for us, and let's give the kids an opportunity to, you know, live great lives. Take care of the babies. That's the only job we have. So don't take make fun care of the babies. babies. <laughs> what's, uh, so what's your Valentine's Day look like, by the way? Uh, well, so far you are my Valentine. So welcome to the, well, welcome to the fold here. That's it. You're all I got. So, uh, yeah, it's a big thing here. I guess it's a good Hallmark holiday is it must be the same for you. It's, you know, yeah, I'm married. So after a while you just get comfortable and you really don't put a lot of effort into it. Like when you first start dating, <laughs> it's very easy to put a lot of effort and thought and consideration and you want to get the right thing and you want it to be nice and you really look forward to giving the gift over. And now, uh, this is what normally happens about four or five days out. We look at each other and say, we're not getting anything for each other. Are we? No, we're not. Okay. That's fine. Don't worry. We'll just do whatever. So my, um, this is the lover boy that I am. For my wife, I got her chicken Love minis her from Chick-fil-A, and uh, that's what she wanted for her Saturday morning. She woke up, and I said, I'm going to go get you some Chick-fil-A for breakfast. That's what really gets her to love me. <laughs> that's it. Wow, that's great. I, I wish that I had that kind of problem. I mean, you, uh, in all fairness, like the chicken fingers, chicken nuggets, whatever you want to call them from Chick-fil-A, they mm -hmm. really are dynamite. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. But the chicken minis are like on these little sticky sweet buns. They're like little mini sandwiches. They're so good, but they only serve them at breakfast. I don't know why I would. That's all I would exclusively order if they had it on the menu around the clock. Hmm. Well, so big gifts. Is that would that typically be a thing or is that something that you and your wife have just sort of grown out of? Yeah, typically, uh, maybe when we were younger, <laughs> not anymore. So I think that the big gifts were, you know, who are you trying to impress? After you're married, you got no one. To, you, you don't have to impress. You don't have to, like, you You just show your love every single day of a marriage. So I don't have to wrap it up with a big gift. And I know all the women listening right now are thinking to themselves, I hope my husband or boyfriend or whatever don't listen to this guy. Because I know that's all the women. They definitely want to get the gift still. Totally understand that. But it's just not for our relationship. And I feel pretty fortunate for that. I find that it's just one of those things that, you know, you, if really, I mean, it, hey, a day to celebrate love and do romantic things, why why wouldn't you? Right? Like, sure, great. That's awesome. High five. But the reality is, is that, I mean, you can't, it's not like you can go like, I, I don't have to be nice to you, man. It's not Valentine's Day. So you don't have to like <laughs> wait all year. Right? Like. Yeah, like the jokes you know, about the sexy time. Sexy yeah, time you know only what? happens my, uh, when birthdays yeah. and stuff. You know what my wife tells me? She tells me this all the time. She says, you tell me I love you too much. She's like, it's too much pressure. I don't want to say it to you that much. You tell it to me too much. You have to cut back on the amount of times you say I love you. And then she gets upset. Oh. Like, she gets bad at me for doing it too much. I have a solution for you. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my pro- one of my uh, my audio producer, not on the show, but the guy who does my voice work for me, his name is Rob. And Rob taught me this because every time I would voice something with Rob, he would say to me, he he would say, "That'll do." And uh, <laughs> I was like, "Really? That'll do? That's all? That's all I get is that'll do?" But then I've learned that if uh, if um, if you ever want your your partner to be grateful for the "I love yous" and the sort of kind gestures that you make all the time, just change it to, uh, "That'll do." How's how's <laughs> you know? How, how did you enjoy your time today when we went to the whatever whatever? Yeah, that'll do. Oh boy! And let me yeah, tell you, the I love like, yous will be. More... <laughs> yeah, I love it. Sounds like, the, like a waitress or a waiter or something. That'll do. Like you know, they're they're shooing you away, as in <laughs> I've I've had enough of you. I've had enough. I've reached my limit. Um, my son tells me that I tell him I love him too much too. He's like, you told me that already today. So maybe I got to find something new to say. <laughs> I, maybe I just got to get away from it. Get it. It's force a habit in a certain. But then again. Uh, I'd love to hear it more from my son. That'd make me feel like a million bucks if he said it uh, more than yeah. once. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to talk about that or how you're you're projecting your you know your lack of love that you're receiving from your son? Or do you sit down so, on Shane's couch here? Let's talk about it. Yeah, that's the problem with Valentine's Day. I shouldn't be bringing up emotions like this right now. So it's once a year. I'm allowed to uh, think about it, and then it's gone. But you know, maybe if I pay more attention to it, it's probably out there in other ways that I just don't recognize. I just uh, I don't need the verbal. I the the actual feelings and the emotions associated with them are enough for me. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. You're talking about your feelings on the shift. I appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> uh, Mike in Hamilton sends in a text message. He asks. He says, um, "Who picks the music in the car on Valentine's Day?" Which makes me wonder: um, Does that does anything change for you on on these special days where you do anything differently, or is it pretty much status quo? No, the the thing is, even though I'm on a talk radio show and a talk radio station, my wife and son don't listen to me unless their name shows up in the description of the podcast. So my wife will read the description and it says, you know, Ryan talked about his wife. She'll listen to it then. That's the only time she'll do that. Otherwise, when we're in the car, we're going to listen to uh, they like to listen to the Christian radio station in town. And it's almost mm-hmm. a given. They're, they don't flip around. That's the only thing exclusively they'll listen to. Well, I have that problem, too. Nobody listens to me and my family. I love it when I go <laughs> see my parents. And they're, they're like, hey, did you hear this story? I'm like, yeah, we did like a three-day segment on it. And they're like, oh, when would you do that? I was like, two weeks before it went to the public news. They're like, really? Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, we were way ahead of the curve. I was like, thanks for listening. Yeah, I know that we did it so many times. You would have been able to pick up on it. I totally understand that. We had this one national story. I don't know if you caught that, but we had a funeral home van get stolen in St. Louis. Did that pick up in Canada? No, I didn't hear about that. This is a crazy story. So terrible ideas to leave the car running whenever you go inside of a gas station. Well, this so happens to be a funeral home with a body in the back of the van, leaves the car running oh, at the no. gas station, comes back out, and the van's oh, gone. They oh, Someone no. stole it with the body in the van. And it, it turns out to be two homeless people saw it and took advantage and grabbed and hopped in. Luckily, they recovered the van with the body, and they arrested the two people. So that's the plus side. But it was gone for like a day. And could you imagine, number one, you're the worker, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, this ain't good. Number two, you're the family. And you have to notify them, hey, we lost your loved one, and now you're afraid you're not getting it back. Oh, terrible. (laughs) Can you imagine when you look in the back of the van, you're like, yeah, we stole it, man. You're like, look in the back, oh, no, there's a dead guy. 
isn't that just like a lot of it, it almost sounds like it's a plot line for a like an 80s comedy doesn't it yeah or hangover four. Oh yeah well you um <laughs> by the way i brought up we we talked to our meteorologist right before this segment and i hope you don't mind but i said whatever we can do to push this cold weather back up into canada we need to get on that oh. pretty quick because we can't handle it even for a couple of days it's too much for us down here in st louis yeah, I don't think um, you've experienced cold yet, um, based on this this Arctic flow thing that's happening. Because um, I know that in Winnipeg, which is probably the closest broadcast city to you guys from us, uh, Winnipeg has been dreadfully cold. Uh, in particular, I mean, it's been cold everywhere, including a heavy snowfall warning that was uh, originally out for Vancouver. But in Winnipeg right now, it's minus twenty seven. Wow, that's so. yeah, that's cold. So, do you measure snow in like liters? <laughs> Just kidding, of course. But um. <laughs> no, it's it's funny because people the the weather guys call centimeters, but people yeah. often say inches. But you know, it's great in today's world of being dramatic when you can say, "Oh yeah, we got fifteen centimeters of snow." Because you know, five inches doesn't sound great, but fifteen yeah. centimeters it's it's a chance to yeah. sort of you know create a little drama in your life. Yeah. So, what did you say the temperature is in Winnipeg? Minus twenty seven. There okay. is a wind chill factor of minus 38. Ooh, okay. So 27 below is it's about 16 below Fahrenheit. And you said the wind chill is what, 38? 38. Okay. And that means the wind chill would be 36 below zero Fahrenheit, where you're about getting the way the equation equals itself out. <laughs> Further south you get yeah. below zero. Man, that is so cold. And how many days in a row would it be like that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're probably about seven now, maybe nine, seven, oh. seven for sure. You just uh, not this, go is, this is cold for February. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, you basically just try to not go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but it's cold everywhere. It. Um, I mean, Southern Ontario has been better in our broadcast area there. Uh, it was cold for a little bit, but now it's like minus six, which so, I don't know. It's like 20, 21. So is it common to have block heaters in your car in Canada? Yeah, I'm surprised you know about that. That's cool. Yeah, I I had one on a Jeep I bought once. I didn't know what it was because there was this one electrical cord that would come out near the radiator. And I said, why in the world is there a plug in the front of my car? It's and then hybrid. I learned about the block heater. And I, I don't know why it had one in it. It just did. So I never used it, but it was there. And I that's the only reason I know about it. But I figured when it gets that cold, you have to have it. It's pretty standard fare for buying cars in Canada would be the old block heater. Is that right? So when you go to the dealership, yeah. it's just a given, uh, pretty much a standard feature. Yeah, and it, it, all diesels up here have them for sure because uh, when it's minus 30, trying to start a diesel engine that's cold, <laughs> good luck. So is diesel freeze easier? Is that what happens? Is that, or is it the oil? Well, or there's all kinds of things. Yeah, because the, the fuel is, is different. Um, there's all kinds of reasons why diesels don't light up. So uh, there's all kinds of you know stuff going on with diesels yep. that are far beyond me. I just know that they suck in the cold. And every time I've had one, they really suck in the cold. So what kind of, uh, is it mostly natural gas or what type of um, fuel would you guys use to heat your homes in the winter? Uh, depends on where you are in the country here. We're going to have to uh, get going in a second. But the um, uh, some electric heat on the West Coast, uh, there's an awful lot of uh, natural gas heat. Very few people use oil anymore. Um, only yeah. people who live in castles use coal. But um, <laughs> um, for the most part, I'd say natural gas is probably the, the way. Oh, man. I, we had this one, Kevin, love... growing up. Fuel oil had a giant tank on the outside. That that stuff was fun. 
I love the fact that I get to live into the Canadian stereotypes for you. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love it too. Oh, well, Ryan Record, thank you so much, brother. We got to go. All right, Shane Hewitt. Good to hear your voice. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you, sir. You too. Ryan Recker at Camel X. All right. That is uh, Shane Hewitt, our friends up in Canada. He hosts The Shift that's on multiple stations across the Chorus Radio Network. Yeah, it feels like 38 below in Winnipeg. Uh, That's the wind chill, which is 36 below zero uh, Fahrenheit. No, thank you. I've only lived in that, let's see, a couple of times in my life. When I was in Fort Wayne, that happened once where the temperature was like below zero for a week. There was, um, well, actually a couple of days in a row. It's just so miserable. And one time in Wisconsin, I was living up there. And in Wisconsin, the temperatures were well below zero for over a week, but it had snow on top of it. I remember it being so miserable. I had to park outside. I didn't know if my car would start. I did uh, early mornings. So driving was a terrible terrible thing you had to put the four-wheel drive on because the plows weren't really getting out that early it was just it was terrible i my wife tells me that you know what the better there's more south you go the better she said i would never want to live up in michigan based on the winters you're describing or anything else like that i totally understand why this is overnight america kmox This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. I'm just scrolling through some temperatures across the United States, and you go north. Let's see. Right now, it is 36 below zero in Cook, Minnesota. 36 below zero. And that's not the feel. Uh, it's 36 below, feels like 36 below, is 36 below. Here's one that's 35 below, Eagle View Township. I think that's in Minnesota as well. St. Cloud, Minnesota, they're at about 19 below zero. Uh, wow, it is just so cold. Some of these places, could you imagine that? Right across the border, a little bit south of Winnipeg, 34 below zero. Man, it, it makes me shiver just thinking about that and i got a message on facebook from donna who may be listening right now and i hope she is listening she messaged me it says i fi- i can finally relate to st louis forecast she's down in texas and it's showing that the overnight low is 20 degrees i could finally relate yeah imagine living in a place where you don't have any winter jackets it's the times where they don't have any uh, scrapers or anything like that here's another message on facebook are we taking bets on the Canadian guest saying sorry for our cold weather? He did not apologize. <laughs> did not apologize. But he also said, I'm the only person in all of St. Louis who is happy about frozen nose hairs and snow, uh, mostly because uh, it says cold is good for you, keeps the skin young. That's kind of like a serial killer would say that, right? Cold is good for you while well, you're in a pit, kind of like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Ooh. 314-436-7900. I don't feel like we need to necessarily complain about the weather, but this is the week to do it before it gets too warm and you're complaining about how hot it is over and over and over again. I got a couple of stories here. Only a couple of minutes, but also a couple of stories. Just one real quick one. I love this headline. This is over in Nashville. An eight-year-old border collie inherits a $5 million owner's estate. So I think technically speaking... The money goes into a trust, and the trust takes care of the dog. The dog is eight, 
border collies probably live till about 15, don't they? They live a long time. So you could get another seven years out of this dog inheriting this $5 million. What a rich dog. Typically, Lulu, the dog, plays watchdog outside the Nashville home, but the truth is she can now afford to hire her own security, according to News Channel 5 Nashville. I'm glad they're having a good time with this. 88-year-old Burton kept Lulu for her friend. Uh, the two of them have been together for years. Says um, she's a good girl. Uh, the late 84-year-old Doris, an unmarried successful businessman, died. Um, uh, says his will named Lulu and left money enough to pay for more than any kibble could possibly imagine. And then what happens after that? Who knows? How would you like to be named the head of that trust? Whoever's going to be the, uh, the estate, I forgot what the terminology is, but the one that oversees how that trust uh, spends its money. The, um, but either way, how'd you like to look at that and say, okay, we're not giving you money, but in fact, you're going to be in control of a $5 million estate and you're going to be the executor that is going to distribute this $5 million to, oh, not you, the dog, Lulu. You th are you in your right mind when you leave a dog that much money? I don't think you can. I, I really don't think you, when you say you're going to leave that much money to a dog, you're not in your right mind. But then again, it's your money and you can do whatever you want with it. If you want to be crazy and leave it all to your animal to enjoy, that's fine too. I guess that's what you get when you don't have family members or loved ones or whatever it is. And you don't care for charity. I guess you really hate charity. All right, when we come back right after the break, we'll take a look at your news and your weather. Don't go anywhere. It's Overnight America, KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 